Zoo Style approaching the 352 lengths in front of Uncommon James, followed by Asfura. IME plugs on Marine One and King of Sparta is trying to get a run towards the inside. Uncommon James and Asfura up to Zoo Style. It's kicking Uncommon James in the middle. Uncommon James grabs Asfura. Uncommon James holding on and won the Oakley Plate. Lofty strike up for second from Asfura, King of Sparta. And they were followed next in the field. Queensland Horse of the Year on the back of that performance. February of last year, the Oakley Plate. He started about $9, Ben Thompson Road, and subsequently he ran second in the Galaxy. We haven't seen him since running third to Imperatriz, the star who trialled yesterday or jumped out really softly there in Victoria. So third to Imperatriz in the Manicato, prior to that second in the Scalacci to Asfura. And I think he had some headgear on. That, well, I'm sure of it. He had blinkers on um, that particular day. So Matt Hoisted's joining us. Matt's been holding the fort. Steve O'Day is in New Zealand at Caraca looking at yearlings. Good morning, Matt. Thank you. Good morning, Steve. So you've been flat-strapped because you had a heap at the trials on Tuesday. Yeah, we did. No, busy, busy morning. Good, uh, yeah, got a, another big wave of horses sort of ready to be heading to the races. So, no, it's, uh, yeah. Good times. Before we look forward, I want to look back and just get your assessment of a couple of those runs, the, the Scalacci and the Manicato. Obviously, you tried the headgear, did you, blinkers there in the Scalacci? Yeah, that was purely trainer error. Um, just always been one that can be a little bit reactive and, and sort of more focused on other horses. And, and just after having a good chat with Damien Lane, obviously, after he's run in the Moya, we just thought that he'd probably benefit uh, from those headgear, that bit of headgear. We, we've always sort of thought he... He would improve with with that, but he's probably just had never been the time because he can be a bit, um, yeah, a little bit reactive as well. But we thought he was relaxed enough to be uh, to be wearing him at that stage, and unfortunately he wasn't, and that backfired on us big time. And he just, yeah, over raced. So um, yeah, that was a bit of a uh, bit of a train error there. And of course the Manicato, he basically sat one out, one back, third to Imperatriz. Your thoughts there? Yeah, look, probably all, all all preparation down there. He ran very, very good. Just probably felt he was probably a length or two off his best down there. We just had a few little niggling issues with him, just more respiratory issues, just sort of, um, yeah, sort of constantly just having a bit of mucus that we were sort of struggling to, to get right all prep. And, you know, it's happened to be on antibiotics for, for a big chunk of that preparation. And, and do just feel that it probably we didn't see him at his best. Um Nevertheless, he's he's had a nice break on on the back of that, and we're, we're still racing very consistently. We'll just obviously bumped into a star. We're never going to be be sort of uh, able to compete with Imperatrice, but just felt he's probably a length or two better better than what he showed there in the in the uh, spring. Well, he's still very lightly raced. He's only thirteen starts, six wins. How long did he rest for, and where did he have a break on Common James? Yeah, so we had a little break in in Melbourne down there before flying back. We we ended up flying him back to to Brisbane, and, and then he spelled out at Lavin Park. So he's still able to have a, a combined total of sort of six week break. Uh, so a nice nice spell for him before uh, starting pre training and and coming back with us now. He, he's probably about that three weeks away from being back at the trials and um, no doing everything right at this early stage anyway. And you're going to target a Group One in Sydney first up. Yeah, yeah, we we uh, it's a sort of logical, nice first up run for him. Uh, the 1100, obviously, uh, want to be be sort of just going down late. He can do all his preparation here in in Brisbane and just head down for for that race. And yeah, it's a nice target to be going out first up. Where does he sit weight wise? He had 54 and a half second last year to Maria Mia. Yeah, correct. Obviously, being a being a handicap, it all comes down to to what's in the race. Obviously, Eduardo was in in the the galaxy, which is why he did get down down lower in the weight. So again, it's purely all going to be down on on nominations. But we would expect him to be yeah probably middle uh, middle probably probably uh, carry a little bit more than he, he did last year. But um, yeah, it will all come down to what's what's nominated for the race. Damien Lane rode him last year. If you booked a jockey. 
Uh, no, no one's booked in, but uh, have have sort of touched base with with Damien, and he will be will be here because he won't be in uh, obviously similar timing. He, he normally has a stint over in in Japan, but he'll still be here for then. So um, look, hopefully to hopefully looking to keep him aboard. How will you feel if there's rain around, which is normally the case? Uh, yeah, look, obviously I have. He's he's sort of performed well on on sort of soft track. Never really been on a on a heavy track, so we obviously. Just have to see that as, as it as it comes. We're a fine track last year, and um, that's one thing that we can't can't worry about. But he's he's performed well on on sort of soft tracks, so hopefully, uh, yeah, <laughs> he can he can sort of handle handle wet uh, wetter track as well. Yeah, we're talking about Hoisted about Uncommon James after the Galaxy when he ran second last year, Matt. You took him over to the West. So what happens from the Galaxy this year? Yeah, we really want to be targeting our our Winter Carnival. Uh, this this year we sort of had that that in plan on the back of last preparation that you know want to sort of try him and, and sort of really target him for a doom in ten thousand and and you know sort of probably even try him at a the Kingsford Smith and and probably make a call on the back of that if he runs the the thirteen hundred out strong we can we can sort of hopefully be be aiming him up at a Stradbroke as well at the fourteen hundred. Well, that's uncommon, James. What about Fortune here? That was a brave win on the weekend. I think she was wide with cover for most of the way there, and she's really progressive. That's three for three now, but you're going to give her a rest, are you, Fortune here? Yeah, she's out in the paddock. As you said, it was a super, super win. For the progression she's been able to make from a from midweek maiden to, to then taking on the older horses, but at, at um, provincial level there at Ipswich in a benchmark race to to then uh, going and, and winning a three-year-old handicap in that sort of fashion just shows she's a she's a really nice filly going forward. Just want to look after her now, and she she can have a nice break. She'll be probably miss our our winter, maybe be be right there at the sort of more tail end of it. But we we really want to more be probably focusing on on sort of summer carnival next year if she was to con- continue to go in the same you know same trajectory that that's more where we'd be targeting so i want to do the right thing give her a nice break now and um yeah be more looking looking long term into the future with her we know jamie walter likes to go everywhere to find uh, certain yearlings and of course he's even in new zealand at the moment with steve looking at them and i believe this filly came from south australia where private uh, um where private eye came from for proof yeah correct yeah correct for that sale um in one shoes uh yeah, owner has had a few raced a few horses with Jamie before. He's a breeder. He bred this filly and, and retained a share in her. And um, yeah, she's a she's a beautiful filly with a she's got the right attitude that'll will really sort of take her a long way. You've got a very well bred filly, Ron Gilbert Highclere, Ariel Dancer that won at Sunshine Coast on the wet recently. A maiden. What's happening with Ariel? Yeah, she's she's gone for a, for a, a couple of weeks in the paddock. She's back at Ron's property at Highgrove at the moment. Um, She'll just have the two weeks off, and then we'll be bringing her back and trying to set her for the Princess Stakes, which is a listed race for for fillies over the mile. That's her her, her little little target. And again, she's a filly that continues to improve. A trapeze artist filly, the breed couldn't be doing much more. And yeah, she's a nice filly of the future. Appen Girl's a valuable filly. She's only lightly raced at five starts, two wins by capitalist from a Black Opal winner in Sartre Mare, and she ran third at Flemington Cup Week behind Mumbai Muse in the Group Three, the Red Roses. Appen Girl. Yeah, she's she's just commenced pre-training this week. It was obviously a bit of a um, a bit of a, uh, a disaster prep, I guess you could say, with her going off in the gates there at Flemington in the Cape Don Tees. So we um, yeah we we sort of were on the back foot after that, needing to trial her again, and just had no luck at her second run there at Caulfield. Never never got a crack at him. So it was good for us to be able to see her ability sort of running third there uh, there at Flemington. But she's a she's a filly that's. Uh, we've got a really high opinion of um, just nothing went right really that last prep so she can hopefully be playing a, a really big part in our, our winter carnival this year. What sort of uh, time frame before she races do you think Matt? 
Uh, she's still still a good couple of couple of months away. We won't okay. probably see her till potentially the McDipman or something like yeah. that might be her first up run. But um, yeah, she just commenced pre-training at the moment this I saw, week. I saw those same colours in a trial earlier this week carried by Stella Lady. She's a filly that's won both trials by Star Turn. You have an opinion of her, Stella Lady? Yeah, she has. We yeah, that was the two the two fillies are uh, Howard Blight who, who bred uh, both of these these fillies. We got both of them. Uh, uh, that, that season and um, two really nice fillies obviously Appen Girls already uh, you know sort of done the job but um, Stella Lady's a really nice filly going forward as well um, she's, she's shown us a lot of ability we've, we've probably just held her back and didn't push her to the race's last preparation after winning a trial and yeah she couldn't have been more impressive though on, on Tuesday and we'll see her now head to the races in the next couple of weeks Alright Stella Lady by Star Turn you had a couple of others that won trials as well Skyport Lane for Proven Enterprise Dancer any of those do you think may have you um, you know, really good ability. Yep, definitely. Both both really nice fillies. Uh, Skyport Lane all going well. We'll be heading to the Sunshine Coast uh, Sunday week, so it'll be exciting. It'll be our first two-year-old runner of the season, but she's a she's a really nice filly. Um, got a nice opinion of her, and she's sort of in at the right time. That if she keeps progressing, could could potentially find her way in a, into a cutest jewel, hopefully. Um, obviously, a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and then, but that's that's sort of the opinion we have of her. And uh, yeah, Enterprise Dance is a, a really nice sort of uh, middle distance staying sort of filly in the making, we feel. So she'll be uh, there at Eagle Farm in a couple of weeks, kicking off in a, a 1,400-metre maiden, and she's one that will only continue to improve as she gets out further in trip. You're probably too young to remember a group called Bucks Fizz. They had a couple of hits during the 80s. You've got a filly here that's got good ability, obviously. She's been good in trials. What's the expectation with here running Australia Day in Brisbane? Bucks Fizz debut. Yeah, really nice filly. Always been one that's had, had really nice ability. She's just been quite highly strung and they're a really hot filly, so that's why we're taking our time getting her to the races. But she's really matured up now, and um, you know is ready to, to handle the race day experience. And obviously, a little bit of a sticky gate there on on um, on Friday, but big open spaces of, of Eagle Farm will really suit. And yeah, I think she's a filly that will be pretty hard to beat there. Yeah, Mum was talented, Steph Lara for John O'Shea by Super One, and a horse that trialled in the same heat recently is Burdigan Boy. Now he goes around also on debut in a different race by More Than Ready, Burdigan Boy. Yeah, he's a, he's one that's just taken a bit of time. He's still probably the penny hasn't really dropped with him yet. He's a bit of a big dummy still, but he's he's sort of shown enough uh, at home to be ready to be going to the races, and I'm sure whatever he does do, he'll only improve on. You've also got another runner there that went around at the Sunshine Coast um, last start. I'm just wondering, did you expect board or did Traviata, Traviata just need the run there, fresh up? Yes. Yeah, she did need the run. She'd had sort of three jump-outs and trials leading into that. She's a very big, gross uh, deep field filly and she's just one that, that we sort of were struggling to, to sort of get fit so she did need to head to the races just for more of a, a bit of a blowout she's still putting it all, all all together as well she'll have the addition of blinkers she just could see her in the run there sort of not really carrying herself there properly and just sort of floating a bit so hopefully the blinkers can just focus her up a little bit more in the run have her carry herself a bit a bit better and she's probably one that feel once she gets out to 1400 that's when we'll see her at her best but um i think with the addition of blinkers and the one run under her belt she'll she'll definitely improve uh, tomorrow. All right, she's a deep field race three, number ten uh, here at Eagle Farm. And is there anything that I've missed, or a horse you're really excited about coming into the carnival? Oh well, no, I think that's that's probably it. It's just yeah, it's been been good the last sort of probably month or so. We've had a few of these three-year-olds uh, with the likes of, of sort of Cartwheels is a, another one that won impressively at Ipswich that will be heading towards the Princess Stakes as well, and and a horse called Aoka who, who won very impressively on debut at Doomben and had not much go right. Her second start at Ipswich, she's in the, in the paddock at the moment, but um, 
yeah, a couple of really nice three-year-olds uh, going forward, which we, we need to see so had a few of these old older stages that we've, we've sort of had are coming to the tail end of their career and, and retiring with the likes of Scalapini. So it's, it's uh, good having a bit of, bit of young blood coming through to sort of take their spot. Yeah, cartwheels, she's where she was bred in the swamp. She got to, I mean, just glass, but she spaced them at Ipswich on that heavy 10 that day, didn't she, a few weeks ago, yeah. cartwheels? Yeah, correct. No, she did. She was very impressive there. All right. And uh, Steve got back to you. Is there a couple that he's really keen on? He's marked in that, highlighted in that big Karaka catalogue? Yeah, no, there's plenty of nice horses over there. They obviously uh, have every chance the way they're, they're sort of born and raised over over there in, in New Zealand. So there's definitely plenty we've got our eye on and we'll be, um, yeah, hoping to, to be able to walk away with a couple. It'll be nice. Thanks for so much for your time, Matt. Cheers, no worries. Matt Hoisted telling us about Uncommon James uh, going to the Galaxy and then he'll be freshened up for the Winter Carnival. Fortune is just having a bit of a rest. And Appen Girl, yes, yeah, she's got any amount of talent. Look forward to seeing her as well step out during the Carnival. Capitalist Sather Mayor and... Yeah, she, um, she was four weeks into that Red Roses and he talked about the situation there being the late scratching. But she was back with the winner that day, um, Mumbai Muse, and she was brave. And as I said, she's quite valuable now, given she won the Del, Del Rallo at just a second start, which was a listed race.